time now to get out into the garden. Spring is here. A great time to give the greenery in your yard a bit of love and to help us navigate what to do and what we can plant and also help keep the costs down at the supermarket. A New Zealand Gardening Magazine editor, Joe McCarroll, is with me. Kia ora, Joe. How are you this afternoon? I am tip-top, Anna. Tip-top! Living this life. Tip-top. <laughs> I love it. And for Friday as well, do you think being Friday is something to do with your mood? The sun is out. It's Friday. Mm. It's spring. I would say everyone out there, buy yourself an ice cream and live your best life. Oh, I love that idea. Love that idea. Okay, so we are talking spring and, um, you know, it it is a favourite time of the year really, isn't it? New beginnings and all. It is. It's an absolute favourite time of everyone, not just gardeners, but especially Mm. gardeners. But I would say it's often, if you're a vegetable grower, and I'm a really keen vegetable grower, it's a bit of a lean time. Um, There's a phrase that people talk about in gardening called the hungry gap. And that's really about now, where all your true spring stuff is still coming on. You know, you've not got any asparagus, you've not got no fresh peas, you've got no broad beans, but all the stuff you stored for winter is starting to run out. So there's actually, in this time when you think there's so much to do, it's such a busy time in the garden, there actually can be quite slim pickings when it comes to going out to pick something to have for dinner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I look I've, with a, with a vegetable garden that has only mint and wild rocket. Uh, <laughs> I I'm hearing you. <laughs> could be worse. Could be worse. Well, I mean, I think a lot of people, and I've definitely been guilty of this myself. They're fairly fair weather about the vegetable garden, so they rush out. You know, at Labor Weekend, if there's a sunny day, and they plant absolutely everything they can get their hands on. But one thing I have learned myself over the years, although I wouldn't say get it right every year, is if you plant a lot all at once, you have a lot that is ready all at once. So we have a really really good piece in the September issue of New Zealand Gardener by the Nelson horticulturalist Bill Brett. And he's talking about harvesting every day from the garden, having something to harvest every day. Does that take a lot of forward planning though? Oh, Anna, it is all about the forward planning. It right. is thinking about the whole year rather mm. than just doing what's in front of you. And that is harder to do than you think. Mm. But I'll tell you something I heard um, Monty Don, the British gardener, say um, in a podcast I was listening to a few years ago, but it made a huge impression on me, that the key to continually harvesting from your garden is to have a plan for the whole year and do something towards it every day. Okay, so you'd like almost have like a giant wall planner. Yeah, or like think of it like a jigsaw where everything you are doing is contributing to this idea of the whole year of harvest. And certainly um, Bill in the piece in the um, September issue um, talks about really the most basic stuff. Like even if you have a six metre square courtyard, you can produce the bulk of what you need if you're a single person or maybe a retired couple um, from that space. And that is not much space. So a lot yeah, of How do you do thinking, that, though, Joe? How do, I mean, yeah, how, what, what's the key to doing that? Well, the key to doing it is making that space work to maximum production. So um, Bill's suggestion, and, and this is going to be controversial, so make sure you're sitting down, Anna. Okay. If, you give up on, if you've got a really small space, give up on the crops that take a lot of space, like your potatoes and your kumara and your right. corn and your climbing beans. But really focus on those crops that produce very intensively for the space they take up. 
any kind of leafy green, dwarf beans, root crops like carrots and beetroot, a few highly productive summer crops like cucumbers and capsicum and tomatoes, and also focus on the very best variety of that plant. And once again, this is going to be a highly controversial thing to say, (laughs) but often that involves growing hybrids rather than heirlooms. Um, so mm, okay. I know I know there's such romance to heirloom crops, and of course I grow a lot of them. I love crops I can save seed from, and hybrid crops the seed is not true to type. But I would say for productivity, if you're only going to have say one zucchini, I would go for a hybrid green zucchini rather than one of the gorgeous coloured striped heirloom varieties because they will be massively more productive. Right. Okay. So we just have to change our mindset around what it is we want and what we should be planting. Well, it's refining our technique. You mm. know what I mean? And you've got to be fairly hardline about pulling stuff out when it's done. I, I struggle with that a bit, Anna. I'm always like, oh, maybe, oh, that feels a bit mean. Yeah. But, you know, you want every inch of space to be working for you. Yeah. And another tip that Bill shares um, in New Zealand Gardener is that if you are wanting space to work really effectively for you, um, plant seedlings rather than start seed. And that's just because of the time it saves you. If you grow those seedlings on yourself in a seed tray somewhere else, you can have something growing in that part of the garden while you've got them to a plantable level. Um, unless it's something that really needs to be started from seed, like um, coriander or dill or some kind of root crop, um, you, you'd be better off putting seedlings in in terms of what you'll produce in terms of the time. But yeah, planning little and often, thinking about the year as a whole and the garden as a whole, and you can be harvesting something from the garden every day of the year. Right, okay. Uh, and the, finally, you know, where do you start if you've never grown your own produce? I mean, where is the best place to begin to really give it a go? Well, I've been thinking about that quite a lot recently because um, – It does come up a bit, and I would say if that is the case, start small, because it's tempting to go big, you know. It's so easy to buy plants, it's so easy to buy seeds, but start small. I would focus completely on leafy greens, something like perpetual spinach. It's just such an absolute goer. You'll have leaves and leaves and leaves. All of your salad crops in a self-watering planter, I'd grow herbs in pots, uh, maybe when it's a bit warmer, I wouldn't be doing this now. I'd put in maybe a sweet 100 cherry tomato and you'll have beautiful fresh salad from your own garden or your own balcony or courtyard without that much effort, without that much time and really without spending that much money. Great. Sounds wonderful. Some really wonderful tips there. Thank you so much, Joe. Get out there, enjoy the wonderful weather we're oh, having and um, the weekend ahead. Yeah. out there in the sunshine. Thanks, Anna. <laughs> wonderful. Joe McCarroll there, the editor of New Zealand Gardener magazine.